0: Are you guys doing today um, and <laughs> I hope everything is well you guys had a very good um, beginning of the year it's been a long time since we talked and it's, it's not because um, I let go of my channel I know maybe I've lost a few people but I need I needed to take a stand with my content I needed to know um, what I'm issuing out there is something that um, is relatable to everything you know and me talking to you guys really makes me want to um, communicate in a, in a way that we are going to understand each other and um, lately it's been um, more of a comparison of african and american and black american and all that and talking about american politics and yeah i'm involved but mostly the channel or the the podcast is talk about africa that's why it's called let's talk africa and um i've been thinking let's divert our attention to more of african stories so think so many things that has happened in africa that so many people don't really know and um because i hear so many people saying oh they think africa lives in Mad houses and they they live with animals and all that and to my realization i was doing something that i was not um into it like i was i was i started the podcast but so many people kept on asking me about the comparison how is the comparison why is this why is so so many so many stuff between the way made everything a bit crazy if i should say um and i i went to the floor i started talking more of comparison so today as we start this season i want to be on the front front line to talk about africa and african stories and african um, um, things that happen so many things that happen in Africa maybe the one I know, the one I don't know maybe I'll do my research too um, and bring you good content so today, um, as you can see by the topic um, we are going to talk about a country in Africa that has been flooded with um, good things and also more of bad things So, um, the country has gone through presidents with presidents that um, don't really help the country that much in terms of um, development, in in terms of so many things. But the the people are the best. So, this country is called Uganda. I don't know how you'll pronounce it, but for me i'll say uganda so uganda where is it exactly um it's in almost i'll say it's in east africa but slightly like in the middle of africa it's next to kenya and then next to tanzania ethiopia drc congo it's in between it's a landlocked country um, Landlocked country is a country that doesn't have any ocean into it. If you're wondering why I called it a landlocked country, so they depend on other countries nearby to get their stuff. Maybe they they are getting their stuff from from sea, so they have to go through maybe Tanzania or through Kenya. So it's a landlocked country, and um, it has so many stuff so good it has the best musician i know when i was growing up i used to listen to um, uh, so many musicians um, uh, radio and weasel they had very good tunes Um, juliana chameleon so they used to have very good music and their music is more of a danceable danceable kind of music Um, it's a music that will make you dance so even they have uh, a new guy called kenzo his music is like dancing so whenever they release their song you feel like you want to dance to the tune so um that's what their music is all about um bringing joy and laughter and dance and party so it's a very beautiful country beautiful people um what you'll find in uganda mostly is bananas like they have the best bananas in africa i think i think they are the best they it is their staple food that's where you'll find it everywhere um they have the all types of bananas and they love it um more so they are known for their women um their women um their women are (laughs) The women are uh, uh, so, um, have a culture they learn when they are young, you know. They, <laughs> uh, for me, I find it, um, for me, I find it a bit harsh, if I should say, but I respect the culture. So, um, an African, uh, a Ugandan woman, um, I don't, I don't know for sure if the culture still goes on with this westernized stuff coming into africa and everything everybody leaving their culture so the women they serve their husband while kneeling down i don't know if that's the thing today but i according to what i heard yeah so some who hold their culture you need to serve your husband your his food while you're kneeling don't need to talk back to him when he talks it has it has a kind of the women over there their their culture is a bit i would say harsh but that is their culture so um and uh they have a lot of um they have a lot of uh education uh campuses that people like to go the best I the, I know in Uganda is called Makerere University. So many people go to that university. I think it's it's one of the best leading in in, in East Africa. Maybe one, maybe the best or one of the best because everybody wants to go there. So um, it's a it's a it's a very beautiful place. Um and very beautiful people if you go there you'll love it Um, so um, this country with all this beauty with all these nice things um, they have been rocked with presidents that really don't really care about so many things right now Um, right now as we speak they had the election The president who was there retained his seat, and he has so many things. But the way elections were, were, were conducted, people said were not. Excuse me. People said they were not uh, up to par or the best way to do them, because the president lost every single seat of parliament, like almost half of quarters of the parliament were from the opposition side but he won the presidency in a, in a very uh, peculiar way I don't know so um, things have been good until this has not been good I'm sorry things has not been good in Uganda so back in 1925 there was a guy who was born and his name was Idi Amin so, Iti Amin um, was born in a village in West Uganda, and um, his story is not so much old. But in the 1940s, he joined the military, uh, military, and he, he served the military for a couple of times almost 30 years in the military. So, like 1940s to 1970. So um in 19, in 1971, there was a president who was called Militon Obote, who was the president by that time. So Militon Obote um, had a policy that was affecting the military. So the military felt like they were being pressed. They, were, they felt like they were being oppressed or something like that their 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 needs were not met the way they 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 thought it should be um with that the um Idi Amin decided to overthrow the government because he was the leader of the military by that time so he decided you know now that the president is out of 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 the country the can the um Militon Obote was out of the country on a, I think, government meeting outside with uh, other leaders. And <laughs> this guy, Idi Amin, decided to overthrow him while he was out there. By the time he was coming back, Idi Amin was the president. He overthrew the, 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 the government and made himself the president. So he, he served for a while but from 1971 to 1979 that's when his train was and within those few years he had done so many stuff in uganda that were questionable and um, funny others are just disgusting um so um i will point out some of his things that used to um hit yeah, we use all the globe of africa everywhere every used to to hear about these stories um first he used to have two wives i don't know if he they were wives or just girlfriends but he used to sleep with two two females in his bed they had to be two and the next thing he he would uh and do back in the day they used to be these. um used to call them safari rally like like they were like um, uh, car races but drift kind of races like they were held in those um, uh, remote areas in africa i don't know what's what is the? they have a name so he used to participate in those and every every time he goes somewhere like participating in something participating in car races and he see he will see a a a woman a, a woman on the on the congregation like cheering or and then he will pick her up tell her tell his car driver who's supposed to show him where to go to get out of the car and then he will go and do his business he will not race the, he will not race the, this was so funny he will not race he will go to have sex with this woman in a bush somewhere and let nobody win the race when he's so you guys are not allowed to to win make sure you don't come fast because when you come fast he, um, he was just a bad dictator so you are just driving but make sure you don't win. Everybody will just drive and hide in the bush, just to wait to see where he is, and then when he passes you, now that's when you drive behind him. Nobody should win when he's he was just addicted. The other thing um, he used to say: um, white people should bow down before him when they come to speak to him. So, um, so white people will not do that. So, he decided to do, uh, he decided to, he was just a guy who had no, anyway, he decided one day to tell his people to build a house, a house that is so small, the only way you can enter is through bowing down, so, and then inside the house, he went in and took a small chair and sat inside and and oh so um the white people came to talk to him said uh, we wanted to talk about development and uh, y- your country and all that so um where can we meet so he told his yeah, military guys to send to send these guys to the small house that he had asked for, for them to build and then he took a chair went inside and then now they were coming in so when they were coming in you know you have to bow down before you you talk so it's a small door but you can when you stand inside you can stand but when you're coming through the door towards him until you reach the point that he had made the center is the place that you can stand so you have to go bowing down before him and then when you reach at the center that when you stand up so he did that crazy stuff to make people feel to make to show people he's in power the other thing he used to um store people's head in his fridge or in his freezer he used to eat people so this happened uh, a journalist was making News. Um, the journalist was making news about um, Uganda and Uganda people and the, everything that is going on in Uganda. And he was saying the way um, Idi Amin mean, is uh, degrading Uganda's policy, degrading Uganda economy, and all that. <laughs> so he was called into the president's house. He told the journalist to come in and the the journalist wanted to drink water, so... Oh, the journalist was a white guy, sorry. Yeah, the journalist was a white guy and he was from, I don't know if it's Europe or America, I don't know where he was from, but he came to to make news about Africa, uh, Uganda and Idi Amin was not happy, so he came into Idi Amin's house and he mean uh, asked him if he wanted water so where they were standing it was like in the kitchen i think he was he was cutting some meat so nobody knows it was if it was a uh, person's meat but all you know he used to eat people's but people's uh, meat most most that time, the journalist was there. He saw him eat a tongue because he opened the fridge and there was people's head. (laughs) This is so disgusting to even to say. And he opened the fridge and he he took a very big chunk of a tongue and ate in front of him. This guy saw people's head in the freezer and he could not believe this. He could not believe his mind so instead of this guy going away when he i think he did wanted to, to scare him off so he can know you can die and i'll eat you and instead of him leaving he continued to make now big stories like now i want to discover this guy this guy is a very bad guy and he made a very bad report the next day the military went and took this guy and took him to court okay and the judge saw this guy and he was told what he has done and his the judge was like i don't see anything so the judge never prosecuted this guy so when this guy was released he fled away from the country he saw now the next thing is going to happen is going to be killed he fled the judge who who who, i don't know if he fled or something to do with fledging or so Idi Amin heard that the judge did not find this guy guilty and he let him go. The next morning, the judge was found dead. So yeah, he was a dictator like that. So another thing he did one day he he told <laughs> he, he he came to the Uganda. So the, uh, I'm sorry I didn't say this before. The capital city of Uganda is called Kampala. So and the and the language, the the okay they they talk Swahili but not too much of of it. They, they, they the the number one language they speak is called Luganda. It's like Uganda just put an L on in front of it, so Luganda. So that's where um they um that's that's no that's the language they talk sorry that's the language they talk so Idi Amin went to Kampala and um or oh, Kampala and he um he told all those people beggars in the street people with uh uh disabilities everybody to to be loaded in in in, in big lorries, big big vans so they were told he's going to give them land and he's going to give them money and he's going to give them food so that they don't become beggars anymore because he doesn't want the people to i think this is because um this was because of um this was because of um what do you call it this was because of uh um the the news that was coming out the way he's degrading the economy and all that everything towards it so um he he decided you know um let me help you guys so he took everybody everybody had they were going to be given um (laughs) they were going to be given um they were going to be given land. they are going to be given opportunities they are going to be given all these sort of stuff Oh, they could not believe their, 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 their luck, so all of them went into this van. And, oh boy, back in the day, um, there were these wild animals in, in every, every other place, there were so many of them. Wild animals were a bit more than the people back way in the days. So, in Lake Victoria. Lake Victoria is is formed from River Nile. River Nile comes from the Red Sea, Mediterranean, no, Red Sea, on top of Africa, between Africa and Europe. So there's a, a, a fresh water lake that is in between Kenya and Uganda called Lake Victoria so like victoria back in the day it used to have a lot of alligators or crocodiles this guy went and dubbed every single person who was on those one into the river you can imagine it's oh boy <sighs> yeah even thinking about it is not such a nice thing and this guy was so brutal and after that he had so many incidents so his country was was when he got the power in 1971 in 1972 he came up with an order that dictates any asians any asian who was living in uganda did not have any Asians who were living in Uganda and did not have uh, Ugandan citizenship should uh, leave the country so Indians and Pakistanians fled fearing for their lives they were we can't stand so that's how the economy of Uganda started started going down so um, Idi Amin, he was rocked with so many, so many stuff um, and things started going downhill for him. So, one incident that is most talked about in Africa is 1976. Palestinian terrorists hijacked an air force plane from France that, were carrying, um, that was carrying um, Israel people. So they were demanding, they were demanding um, the Israelites to release prisoners they had taken that were, you know, world uh, terrorists, the world most notorious wanted people who are from Palestinians. Palestinians. And the Palestinians took that plane to Uganda and asked and told uh, um, Idi Amin if you uh, you help us put this plane here and don't let anybody touch that plane until the money is paid we are going to give you part of the money and the guy was like okay i'm into the idea so um the Israelites tried to um, talk to uganda like you guys and us we don't have any problems there's no need for you guys to hold our host and said he doesn't even recognize are until they pay the money that's when they are going to get their people um Um, make story short Uh, israel the israel people the israel government decided to talk to um, kenya the neighboring country so that back in the day the person who was the president was called Jomo Kenyatta the first president of Kenya he had a very bad blood with Idi Amin because Idi Amin had claimed he's going to take three quarters of Kenya because he Idi Amin said the lands were divided unfairly and Uganda had a very small land because Kenya was the one that was given the Ugandan land so he was gonna come so idi amin and jomo kenyatta was were having a very bad debate and bad heated conversation and he had started little small cold wars and stuff and when the israel government came and talked to uh, jomo kenyatta back then in 1978 um jomo kenyatta agreed his military asked the uh, indian people to help go rescue um, the israel people or the plane from uganda but indian people got some cold feet and they they backed out from from everything so the israel government came with their troops joined up with kenya and went into israel uh, and went into uganda they went and they had a decoy they went with a decoy of um, they, were, they pretended to be um, Idi Amin's security or Idi Amin's was the one that was landing so they landed with a military chopper and the next thing you know uh, cars was coming out Mercedes and all this limousine so the limousine that Idi Amin used to drive on, it's the one that came out, so the soldiers who were protecting um, the, the, the plane, like so the, whenever they saw that flag and they saw that car, they would put their car down, put their car down, it was alright, the Israel, Israel, this, this Israel thing is hard to say, <laughs> Israel, military um, came down and wiped everyone, in the, in the air force plane the problem of this mission they never knew where the plane was kept there were some more people in there so one of the leading uh, person in that mission from Israel the commander-in-chief of that force uh, was shot because he was on the front line so he entered in the room they shot him first and the other returned fire and um, He he lost his life, and somebody uh, there was a woman who was um, who was um, who was um, who panicked. She was old, and she needed medical attention. They had flown her from the airport to the capital city to get treatment. And whenever they came and took everyone else. started rocking the country in a very bad way first that the israel government has come and now they have distanced themselves from uh, uganda they used to be to be allies now they are not allies now they are enemies um he has failed on that he has failed on the economy so so many things is happening into internal um uh, government or internal problems in Uganda excuse me and um, so what Idi Amin did was um, he, um, he decided to attack Tanzania in 1978 Idi Amin attacked Tanzania in an effort to divert the attention from Uganda internal problems so he diverted every attention towards from that to um, Tanzania he went to try to attack Tanzania he was not successful but at least he dented some of the Tanzania principles and that meant war and war was coming on him and he knew this so um, I had Kenya also wanted Kenya was involved because they wanted to finish him off if they went with it, I I don't know about that story yet, I don't know the clear story but what I know is Tanzania and Uganda uh, rebels formed together to show, the rebels were there to make sure they showed the Tanzania where to hit, where to go and that's when he, Idi Amin, When his power came to an end in Uganda, so he he was a he was a, a very um, dictator kind of person in that country. So every time every time I hear about his story, I know people get chills about him Um, people get so many stuff to think um, to think about but at the end of the day people say um, it is not how how uh, it ended with Idi Amin it's how the people try to recover from it and try to um, show um, their support to Uganda, because after that um, things were not really good. Things were not really that good. They got a president by the name of Yoweri Museveni. so this guy is still the president till today so imagine from 1979 to 2021 they have had this president and it's been like that they've they've tried to they have tried to um, get, get themselves towards their problem but they have another dictator called Uwe Musevini. Anybody who comes against him he doesn't live to tell the story of that. No, he doesn't live to tell the tale of the story but one person that has stayed towards this moment his name is Bobby Wine. He's the position leader, he has been trying to offload Yuri Museveni and Yuri Museveni dictatorship is so bad Um, it's not that bad, but there's no good dictatorship and there's no democracy that's the thing So, so after Idi Amin died in 2003 he lived for a while check when he died but he died in 2003 Um, he lived for a while wait i thought after that he would just go and die because of But he stayed he, he saw the new millennium bet he was so old though anyway um that is one of the story i have for you today about uganda and about these people and all the things that Happened that time, and thank you for listening. And hope this journey now is more of African stories, African um, African um, style of letting you guys know more of Africans' um, happenings and African things that need to be addressed in a way of awareness not more of a comparison and thank you for your support always you always been the best you guys don't even stop doing it even if um, I'm more for a while I know you guys will continue this journey with me this year I hope is going to be a very good year we are going to go back to uploading every Sunday at 8 p.m sure I always get an episode for you guys every Sunday at 8 p.m. and I hope this story um, taught you something you didn't know, gave you some information you didn't have made you realize about Uganda and its people and the things they've been struggling to fight and uh, so grateful i had to tell you this story so next time you get to hear another story of an african thing that you did here so always keep it locked keep it here and let's talk africa this has been your host charles morima i'm signing off saying have a good time have a good day or good night or good afternoon or good morning and till next time